You're listening to Elk Point Baptist Church. Subscribe to our podcast to hear every sermon and like us on Facebook by searching Elk Point Baptist Church, located in Elk Point, South Dakota. Again, although I'd kind of like to talk a little bit more about the church. But it's good to be part of the church, and uh, what makes this a church is the church people, people that are in the church. Amen. If you weren't here last night, you probably don't understand a thing I'm saying, but But it's good to be part of the church, and it's good to be in God's church. And and church, let me say this, I don't think you ever got around saying it last night, but what makes the church is people that's in the church being at church. Amen. I don't know if that made a lot of sense to you, but I believe that's the truth. Amen. Got your Bibles tonight, Ezekiel chapter 27, Ezekiel chapter 27, and you've been sitting for a little bit this evening. Would you mind standing in reverence to the Word of God and also to stretch your legs and it might help some of you that's a little tired tonight to help you to get the blood circulating again. Amen. I know how it is to work all day and then go to church. Pastor was talking about that before service. I don't believe some preachers think about that. It's been a long time since they had to do it. (laughs) Amen. But some people come to church. Most people really come to church tired. Amen. And and, and I understand that. And and, uh, hopefully what we have for you tonight don't put you to sleep. Amen. (laughs) uh, But I hope it will be a blessing to you. But the thought tonight is Jesus, Savior, pilot me. Jesus, Savior, pilot me. Boy, I need him as my pilot tonight, don't you? And we, if you don't realize how much you need him, boy, I hope you will tonight. Because it's very important what kind of pilot you got. We'll begin reading in verse 27 of chapter 27. The Bible says, Thy riches and thy fares, thy merchandise, thy mariners, and thy pilots. So I'll, I'll pause with that word pilot. We're in chapter 27 and verse 27, if you're still looking there, Ezekiel. Let me just pause and explain something. He's talking to the country or nation of Tyre, T-Y-R-E. Now, they're, noted, they're located right there on the banks of the Mediterranean Sea. And so because they right there, right beside the sea, they had a lot of boats. They had a lot of ships. They had a lot of pilots. And, and in this chapter right here, Ezekiel, through the inspiration of the Holy Ghost, he's given them some warnings to the pilots. And uh, so that's what he's talking about. just want to explain there and kind of prefix that. But it, beginning at the b- middle of that verse, in verse 27, it says, Thy caulkers and thy occupiers, the occupiers of thy merchandise and all thy men of war that are in thee and in all thy company which is in the midst of thee shall fall into the midst of the seas in the day of thy ruin. The sub- suburbs shall shake at the sound of the cry of thy pilots. And all that handle the oar, the mariners, and all the pilots of the sea shall come down from their ships. They shall stand upon the land. So as you see, it's a warning to the pilots. So it's very important to have the right kind of pilot. Amen. And let me just say this before I forget to say it. Jesus is not going to be anybody's co-pilot, as you've seen on signs sometimes. Jesus is my co-pilot. My friend, if he's your co-pilot, you need to switch seats. That's right. Amen. He needs to be your pilot. Y'all pray with us as we preach on this thought. Jesus, Savior, pilot me. Lord, I do thank you so much for the opportunity to preach. 
God, I pray that you'd touch our lips of clay. May we say exactly what you'd have us to say, no more, no less. Lord, we thank you for a good crowd on a Thursday night, Father. We bless your name, and I pray that uh, uh, I'm, I know they haven't come in vain, but Lord, I, I want them to leave here realizing that they didn't come in vain because you spoke to them through your word, Father. Lord, and I pray that you'd do that. We ask it in your precious name, the name of Jesus. Amen. You may be seated. Thank you so much for standing with us. Just give you a little thing that really kind of inspired me to, to come up with this message or to preach this message that Lord gave me, I believe it was. But I was thinking about something that happened back in 2009. There's a pilot by the name of, and as soon as I probably mentioned his name, some of you are going to remember the story. His name is Chesley Sullenberger. Chesley Sullenberger. Anybody remember that man's name? Okay, well, y'all know more, more about it probably than I do. But this man, as most of you remember, he was flying a, a plane with 155 passengers from New York to Charlotte, North Carolina. As many of you know the story, he had a flock of geese to fly into the, into the engines, and he lost both engines in the plane. But, but miraculously, actually, I believe it's the Lord helping him, that he was able to land that plane in the Hudson River. And many of you probably can see, and I can picture in my mind, the picture of those people sitting out there and standing on the, on the wings of that plane. Can't you? And that's an amazing thing that he was able to do. And uh, I've, thought, I've thought about that a lot of times. Boy, uh, that was a great thing. Matter of fact, it's been recorded as the most successful water landing in history. And it has, nobody's been able to beat him. But you know what really sticks in my mind about this story is just right after this happened, we were in York, South Carolina. In York, South Carolina is right outside of Charlotte, North Carolina. And there was a guy in that church that I was talking to him about it. I, I knew that, well, he told me that he, was, he worked at the airport there in Charlotte, North Carolina. And he said this, Brother Chad, he said this, I'll never forget it. We were talking about how great it was for this man, Chesley, to be able to land that plane. He said something I'll never forget. He said, you know, all of our pilots are able to do that thing, do just exactly what he did. And I thought that's pretty impressive. You know, he says they're all trained to do what Chesley, I won't say his last name, but kind of hard to say, Sullenberger, I believe is how he said it, but Chesley's a lot easier. <laughs> but it says, you know, all of our pilots are trained to do that certain things, you know, land a plane without an engine. And I thought to myself, boy, that's, that's amazing uh, that all of them are trained to do that. I, but, you know, I didn't say this to him because I really didn't think about it until I left there. I said, but you know what? The next plane that I get on, if I had the chance to choose my pilot, it would be Chesley Sullenberger. <laughs> because not only has he done it, but he's proved that he can do it. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you agree with me there tonight that, I mean, he's proven that he can do it. And I, let me say about my pilot tonight, he's proven that he can do it. <laughs> he's proven that he can get us to where we want to go. And, and brothers, Jesse, I thought about five different things that I'm going to be looking for in a pilot, and Jesus is every one of them. Jesus is everyone. Number one, Jesus has the will. Number one, he's got the will to get us wherever we want to go. You know, that's one thing about Chesley. You know, he, he not only had a will to get those 155 people landed, he had a will to get himself landed. <laughs> 
He didn't want to die either, did he? I'm sure, Brother Richard. I'm sure he wanted to live as much as anybody on that plane. But you know what? My, my pilot, the Lord Jesus Christ, he's interested in getting us over to the other side. Amen. He's got the will. Matter of fact, it starts off there when I got saved that he was not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Amen. I still preach that, and I'm going to preach that the rest of my life, that he is, has the will to get us to heaven. Amen. And amen, I'm glad he's willing not that any should perish, but that all, boy, that's my favorite word. I can't go past that word in the scriptures. And y'all probably get tired of it, and you don't hear me but once a year. That my favorite word in the scriptures is all. Amen. A-double-L. And you know what I found out? I did a deep study on that word all, brother, brother uh, Michael, and I found out that all, it means all in the Greek. It means all in the Hebrew. It means all in Czechoslovakian. <laughs> it means all in Spanish. All just means all. He's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Amen. And I'm thinking of some other verses that's got that word in it. But here's one, Philippians chapter 1, verse 6. Says, He's, he which hath began, began a good work in us, hath begun a good work in us, will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. There's that word, will. He's got the will to perform it. Amen. He will, listen, my Lord and Savior and your Lord and Savior, if he's yours tonight, if he's your pilot, he's going to get the job done. Yes, he's got the will to get the job done, and he will get it done. Amen. I praise God for that. And I'm thinking of another verse where he says, I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go to prepare a place for you, listen to this. I, here it is again. I will come again and receive you unto myself that where I am there ye may be also listen the Lord wants us to be with him and he's going to make sure we get there amen with him he's got a will and our pilot has got a will let me give you something another thought tonight not only does he have the will but my friend he has got the wisdom you think about a pilot now that Chesley he not only had a will but he had a, the wisdom to know how to fly a plane. But you know, you could have a pilot that, man, he, he's thinking in his mind, boy, I'm, I really want to get these people where they want to go. But in the back of his mind, now you wouldn't get on a plane if he said to you, he says, I really don't know how to do it. <laughs> yeah. I really want you to get so-and-so. I want you to get to Charlotte, North Carolina, but I don't really know how, but I really want to. Would you get on a plane with somebody like that? No way. You, I tell you what, I go in that cockpit and I look at all those, those uh, you know, uh, instruments there, those buttons, and I don't know hardly what one of them means. And I don't really care what that means. But that man that's flying that plane, Brother Chad, I want him to know everything about them, every button on there, because just as sure as we start to crash, that one button he don't know something about would be the one he need to be pushing. <laughs> Amen. I want him to have the wisdom to know how to fly that plane, don't you? Amen. And I say to you that, listen to this, my pilot created the world. He created the universe. You see, my pilot has the wisdom of God because you know why? He is God. He is God. He has, the Bible does say that. He says that Jesus is the wisdom of God. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 24. Christ, the wisdom of God. 
Everything God knows, Jesus knows, because God is Jesus. Amen. That's pretty simple, isn't it? Amen. I thank God that my pilot has uh, all the wisdom. He knows it all. Praise God. Amen. I'm glad there's nothing, there's nothing left out when it comes to wisdom and knowledge. He has all wisdom and all understanding. Amen. I praise God. That's the kind of pilot I want. <laughs> Amen. I, and it's, listen, uh, I was just thinking about this. Uh, in fi flying a physical plane, you know, it's, it's a good thing to have a good pilot, but when you talk about somebody's going to get you to your eternal home, that's a lot more important, isn't it? Amen. Amen. You want, you want somebody that really knows what he's doing. And my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, he knows. And I just want to brag on him a little bit tonight. Amen. And tell you what kind of pilot I got and how good he is. And let me just say this. He has the number three. He has not only the will and he has the wisdom, but he's got the wherewithal. You, you think about a pilot, he might say, well, you know, I really want to get you to where you want to go. And I know how to get you where you want to go. But, but then he might say to you, well, I, really, I don't know if I'm really able. <laughs> now, if you was in a plane and a, and, a, and a pilot come across the intercom saying, you know, I really want to get you where you want to go, and I know how to get you but I'm not, where you want to go, but I'm not sure if I can get you. You'd probably get, get out of that plane, wouldn't you? That, I would. I, <laughs> I say I want him to be able to do it. I, I want to know that he's got other people before in the past where I want to go. Amen. I don't want that to be his first flight. I want him to be able to do it. Guess what? My Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, he's got the wherewithal. He's got the ability. Let me throw some verses at you tonight. Amen. These, blessings, these uh, uh, verses are very blessing to me. The Bible says in 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 12, says, I know whom I have believed, Paul says, and that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. Amen. He has the ability, my friend. Not only does he not have the capability, but he's got the ability to get us where we want to go. He has, and the Bible says in Jude chapter 1, verse 24, it says, he is able to keep you from falling. You know, you hear people all the time says, I'm holding on to Jesus. That sounds good, but you know what? I ain't having to hold on to Jesus. Jesus is holding on to me. <laughs> I might lose grip. But the Lord Jesus has the ability to hold you, amen, and he is holding you, and he, he is going to hold you until the day of redemption. He's going to keep you until you get all the way to heaven, amen. I praise God that I have not only a pilot that has the will and the wisdom, but thirdly, the wherewithal, and I just got two more. Thank you for not saying amen right there, amen. But anyway, we have a pilot that has that, but fourthly tonight, we have a pilot that has the way. He knows the way. Now, what if you got into a plane and a pilot says, you know, I, got, I, I really want to get you where you want to go. I know how to get you where you want to go. And I think I can do it, but I'm not really sure how we're going to get there. I don't know the way. I don't know the route. Well, what would you do? You'd get off the plane, wouldn't you? <laughs> 
You want somebody that knows the way. Hey, I got good news for you tonight. The Lord Jesus Christ, he responded to Thomas. Now, Thomas, I like Thomas. A lot of people criticize him as being doubting Thomas. But how many of you, you don't have to raise your hand, but how many of you have been guilty of being a doubting Thomas before? Yeah. I, I, the, so I, I like Thomas. I'm not even going to call him what he's called, but <laughs> down to Thomas, because I think he was just honest. Yeah. I, thought, I think he was a lot like Peter. He just opened up his, if he's thinking, you didn't have to wonder what he's thinking, he's going to tell you. Yeah. Amen. By the way, what I was thinking about the passage where Jesus, you know, was there in the midst of the disciples, and, and uh, then he left, and then Thomas came and says, lest I see the print of nails in his hands and his feet, I won't believe. He was just saying what he was feeling, amen? But guess what Jesus did? He revealed himself to him. He said, behold my hands, behold my feet, behold my side, amen. And I praise God for that. Thomas, uh, because of Thomas asking some questions, we know some answers to some things. Amen. You know, Jesus said in those verses, I just thought just a minute ago, uh, quoted some of them, Jesus says, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go to prepare a place for you, I will, there it is again, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. Amen. Let me just say this about that part of that verse before I go on. I love that part where he says, that where I am, there ye may be also. Pastor, I just believe Jesus wants us to be in heaven with him most of the time more than what we want to be with him. Amen. I believe he's just yearning for us. He's craving for us to be with him in his presence. Amen. I know he's in our presence spiritually, and we have him, his spirit within us. But my friend, one of these days, we're going to see him physically. And we're going to be with him physically. You get to thinking about that, man. That's a blessing. Amen. But then he went on to say that I, I go to prepare a place for you. If I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself that where I am, there ye may be also. And then Thomas says, says, Lord, we know not the way or the, or the way you're going, or we don't know the way. And Jesus responds to Thomas. He says, Thomas, I am the way. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Don't worry about me knowing the way. He says, I am the Amen. way. I am the way. <laughs> You want to know the way? You're looking at him. Amen. I am the way, the truth, the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Amen. And, uh, you know, I, Jesus said it. I, every time I quote that, I think about what Jesus was saying. He says, in other words, to get to the Father, to get where you want to go, you've got to go through me. Aren't you glad you've been to Jesus? Have you been to Jesus for the cleansing power? There's power, there's wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb, amen. You need, before you can get there, you got to go to Jesus, amen. Before you get to heaven, you got to go by the cross, amen. I'm glad, I'm glad I've been to Jesus, amen. I've been to Calvary, amen. I've been washed by the precious blood of Jesus Christ. I've found, I, as the song says, I found the way. You know, some people don't like saying, you know, I found the way because they, you know, these Calvinists, you can't find nothing. <laughs> but Jesus said, the Lord said, the Bible says anyway, it says, seek me and you'll find me. I'm glad I found the way. And the way is Jesus Christ. I have found 
the way. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And I praise God for that. I'm glad I've got the way living inside of me. <laughs> Matter of fact, you know, the, one of these days, the way that's living inside of me is going to go back to heaven, this Holy Spirit. He's going to go back to heaven. He's going to leave this world. And guess what? He's not going to leave us behind. He's taking us with him. I mean, we can't get away from him. <laughs> He's not going to let. Don't worry about, you know, Jesus losing you. Can't get, you can't get away from him. Amen. He's living inside of you. And he ain't going nowhere unless you go with him. Amen. And, and you're not going anywhere unless he goes with you. <laughs> Works both ways. Amen. I praise God for that. We, that. we have the way already planted inside of us, Brother Chad. I think about that. He's already there. Amen. I'm, as the Bible says, we're already sitting in heavenly places. I guess you could say we've already made it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. We've already made it, just waiting for our body to get there, as the song says. Amen. I praise God that I know the way tonight. And the way is Jesus Christ. Lastly, tonight, fifthly, you know, I'm glad that we not only have a pilot that knows the way, or knows the way, he has the will, he has the wisdom, he has the wherewithal, the ability, but he knows, listen to this, the weather. He knows the weather. Now, that's one thing that no pilot can, can know. I don't care if you've got a pilot that knows the will, or has got the will, knows the way, got the wherewithal, got the wisdom. He can't control what's ahead of him. And uh, you, you may get on that plane and you might say to that pilot, listen, are you sure we're not going to run, run in any storms? Now, if he tells you, I'm sure, you better get off that plane because he's lying to you. He don't know for sure that he's going to be in a storm or not. But we're on board with a pilot that knows everything that's ahead of us. You think for one moment, folks, and I know, we're, as the brother mentioned last night, we sort of preached to the choir. Uh, but you know, or that was night before last. That's <laughs> another church. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but y'all the choir too, amen. What we mean by that, you're the core of the church, amen. That's what we mean by that. You're the best part. Now, y'all people just looking online, y'all forgive me for saying that. <laughs> we love you too, amen. Don't worry. You come back when you can, you hear? <laughs> amen, where was I? Now, but he knows the weather. Our Lord and Savior knows the weather. And all these things has come upon us. You know, the, the uh, COVID, and again, like I said last night, I hate to even talk about it. Well, I'm getting about tired of it. Amen. Just go on with life. But, you know, Jesus knew he was coming into this. He knew before we even got here that we would be where we're at. And you know what? He can get us through it. But you know what? Let me just say this to you. And I probably said this because I've been preaching here a while. It's not always God's will to take you out of a storm. Sometimes it's his will for you to find peace in the midst of the storm. We got people that are scared to death. <laughs> I, I don't think I said this last night, but I, I used to wonder, I used to wonder, you know, how many people would leave church 
as if, if somebody come in the church with a gun and says, all you people that love Jesus, you stay, and all you people that want to desert the Lord and forsake him, you leave, get out of church. I've wondered how many of us would stay, but now I know that don't even take a gun. <laughs> Amen. Just a little scare or something. And, and I understand that. I understand that to a certain point. And I, like I said last night, I, I believe you just need to use common sense. Use common sense, and like I said, if, I, if you want to shake my hand, I'll be glad to shake your hand, but don't be offended when I go straight to that hand sanitizer and, and wash them off. Amen? That's just the way I've tried to do this. But anyway, going back to this, the Lord, it's not always His will to take away a storm, but it's always His will for you to find peace in the midst of the storm. Brother, this thing has seemed to be lingering on for a reason. I wonder if God is just saying, listen, you can find peace in the midst of this storm. Anybody, brother, you know, anybody can find peace when God stands on the bow of the boat and says, peace be still. Anybody can be calm from that. But it takes a real Christian. It takes a real Christian of faith, a man and a woman of faith to have peace when the boat's still shaking <laughs> and the storms are still raging and the lightning's still flashing and you're just trusting in Jesus through it all. Amen. It takes a real Christian. Maybe, maybe the Lord's allowing all this to linger on for some of us just to find some faith in the midst of the storm. Find peace in the midst of the storm because it's always, it's always His will for you to have peace, whether it be in the storm or out of the storm. Amen. He's, it's always, it's, it's never, you say, you have Bible for that? Well, I try to have Bible for most of the same things I, you know, preach. <laughs> Every once in a while I preach something and I realize I've got to change it because I can't prove it by the Bible. <laughs> but this is the verse for that. God has not given us the spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind. That's the verse right there. He's not giving you the spirit of fear. So, so who's giving you the spirit of fear? Well, I could name some networks. <laughs> I could, and I don't have to because y'all know them all, probably. But anyway, anyway, I better leave that alone. But God, the Lord Jesus Christ, knows the weather. I was thinking about a verse here. Let me see if I can find it. I think it's in Matthew chapter 8. You know, well, I was just referring to that story where Jesus went on the bow of that boat and he said, peace, be still. Guess what? Those disciples, they, they were still afraid because you know what? They didn't really realize that God was on the boat with them. <laughs> That's what some of us really need to realize, that we, God's on, on board with us. And if he's your pilot, everything's going to be all right. He's gonna, everything's going to be all right. Well, listen, this is the question they asked. It says, what manner of man is this that even the winds and the sea obey him? I tell you, I, wanted, I wished I could have been there to say, he's the God man. Amen. That's who he is. <laughs> you don't have to worry. And let me just say to you, church, Elk Point Baptist Church, you got the God man that's living inside of you. 
Amen. He's not just a man, the Spirit of God, but he is the Holy Spirit of God, and he's going to help us through all that. And I'm so glad he's piloting us, and I praise God for that. I, I thought about this song, Jesus Savior, pilot me over life's tempestuous seas. Unknown ways before me roll, hiding rocks and treacherous shoals. Chart and compass come from thee, Jesus Savior, pilot me. Some of you tonight, maybe online, you, you don't have a pilot, spiritually speaking, for your life. Let me, let me introduce you to one. Yes. Jesus Christ. Yes. He knows all these things. He, know, he has the will. He has the wisdom. He has the wherewithal. He, has the, he is the way, and he knows the weather. That's the kind of pilot you need. Amen. Accept him as your Savior, and he will be your pilot. But guess what? Let me say again. He's not going to be your co-pilot. He's not going to be somebody you can say, well, I'm going to do this and this with my life, and, and God, I want you to help me. No, you go where he wants you to go. You do what he wants you to do. Amen. Be what he wants you to be because he takes control of your life. But let me say, testify, boys, everything's going to be all right when you give him control. When you give him the reins, when you give them the hem of the ship, ship everything's going to be just fine. Amen. Let's stand with the heads bowed and eyes closed. I, I don't know. They're going to sing a song that says, Why should I worry? Why should I fear this very same Jesus? He is always so dear. I'm glad we got the Lord Jesus Christ on board. We shouldn't have a reason. We don't have a reason to worry if we got the Lord Jesus Christ as our pilot. As they sing, you come if God's dealt with your heart. Maybe there's somebody that needs to give their life over to him. And if you're online looking tonight, let us know if God's dealing with your heart. And... Uh, Give your life to Jesus. Amen. As they sing, you come if he's dealt with your heart.